0: to the golden world podcast i'm ben as always i'm joined by fellow pokemon enthusiast connie to bring you some of the latest and greatest pokemon news and a few laughs along the way although that's a bit of a lie because this week we are catching up on the several questions that we've had over the previous couple of weeks where we've been too busy because of the release of the dlc because it's been christmas because we've just been busy okay but we are here to finally get around to answering those questions but first tell me where you got this shirt from i don't know it was a present for I, can I see it? So can we see it for those on YouTube? you can see the yeah uh, come over to YouTube come over to youtube
1: that's amazing
0: that's so cool well.
1: I have no for these, idea where you it is. listening along. It is a Mewtwo shirt, but like really well designed it's got a nice sheen to it. it looks like a sports shirt actually. It, My it first is. thought was it it was is. a um
0: uh, what, what, uh, you know, like the... Oh, a Word has escaped me. Um, like the soccer-type e-sport. duties that they wear. Esports, yes. Okay, yeah. Thank you. It's not. Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you where I got it from. I got... So, for Christmas, I got a handful of things. Uh, this shirt, and then I've also got a Root one, as well, from Guns of the Galaxy, which is, like a like a rainbow of colors, basically like goes from red into yellow into green. It looks phenomenal. I haven't worn it yet. This is the first time wearing this. I thought, oh, you know, back in, you know, the podcast in 2024, first one of the year, but you know, put on my, put on my Friday best, so to speak. So yeah, so I've got them, got some Converse. I got a nice little Lego Harry Potter, um, Patronus as well. So I got, I got treated, I got treated really well this Christmas, which is fantastic. How was your Christmas, by the way?
1: It was a uh, a simpler one, my end. Uh, not a lot going on. My sister had her baby, which was hey, kind of crazy. Got rushed in Christmas Eve, um, but was home Christmas Day. So all things good on that end.
0: Wow. Okay. So nearly and a Christmas Day baby, but just very nearly. Off.
1: I mean, they're still going to struggle in the future with having their birthday <laughs> yes. on Christmas Eve. It's one of those where it's always like ah we're we definitely going to tell you that like we bought you two sets of presents and didn't just split them.
0: No, but you know what's going to happen one day when they turn around and go, can I combine my birthday and Christmas present for a car. You know, when they just combine to, like, they just think they can, it almost <laughs> multiplies, like, compounds because, like, it's so close and you're doing two that the value just shoots through the Which, again, the roof. is
1: fair if realistically, all the years previously, they've been getting half as much presents on both days.
0: Yes. Yes. I would hate to actually, like, my birthday's in March, which actually isn't yeah. too bad because it's like there's enough of a gap between Christmas and my birthday where. People have forgotten about maybe how much they spent on me for my birthday. I still maintain like a good birthday, I think, is around May time because plenty of time has passed since then. It's before the summer holidays when you have to start thinking about childcare and the costs of that. May just feels like it could be a a good year. My daughter, her birthday is in the start of December. My wife is at the end of December. So December for me is a very, very expensive month and it's only going to get worse as. My daughter grows older.
1: But they seem to pay it back by the sounds of what you got for
0: Christmas. <laughs> they do. They they do. And this year I was, um, I think I, I outdone myself on a, a couple of the things because um, but my my wife do, isn't one of those people that like gets around to Christmas birthday. She's like, well, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. And I'm like, well, it's, you, you need something, okay? I've got to get you something. And this is probably the first year where I've, It's gotten to the start of December. I'm like, right, Kenny, start buying presents. And I've just known what to get here for both birthday and Christmas. I've done myself. I did it really early on as well because of moving jobs because I was skint in December, which is just the perfect time. By the way, folks, if you want to get a new job, get it in December because, like, you will just be skint (laughs) for longer than normal. It's horrible. Uh, But I've managed to survive. managed to sort out presents for them both. They've really enjoyed themselves. Um my daughter got Super Mario Wonder for her Christmas present from the family, and I so don't know you've if been playing it nonstop I am absolutely <laughs> over the moon with this game. I have been aware of it I've listened to so many reviews praising it, and then only when I've started playing it, I'm like there is a charm and a like any sense to this game that is absolutely fascinating, and I honestly can't put it down. I've actually taken a break from shiny hunting to play Super Mario Wonder. Um, And speaking of what else I've been playing with over the Christmas period, um, I say I've started playing, I've played a lot of um, TCG Live. Nice. I am absolutely in love with it because I can play it on my phone. So it's absolutely fantastic. When I'm just in bed, I'm just like... And the interface actually plays quite nicely on a phone. The, the it was designed for phone first. Yeah, the only annoyance is... And this is only an annoyance if you've got a shed load of cards where you have to like scroll left and right. Other than that, it plays amazing on mobile. And do you remember how I said I had, I had loads of cards that I needed to redeem? Mm-hmm. Redeemed. I, I think it was about two hundred and fifty cards in the end. So the the I don't know what it's called. It's Stardust and Hearthstone. I don't know what it is. It's some kind of green thing. I've I've got a chef I've got like 7,000 of these things. So I can quite easily craft any card I want. But the fact that you load up this game and it's like, here's a, here's a quick preview. Oh, by the way, here are a load of decks that you can just play with. And they are all competitive decks. And I've gotten to that. I'm playing with the Palkia one at the moment, which is fascinating. And I've learned enough about it that I've managed to get rid of some of the cards I think are useless or they don't really work in the meta and start to add more in. I'm just having... I'm just having an absolute blast and redeeming the cards as well. Dead simple. You literally log on on the website version. You, you scroll down, you open up your camera, and you literally just scan the cards 10 at a time. You click submit, uh, and then you clear them, and then you do the next 10. It probably took me an hour, maybe an hour and a half to go through all the cards, which and I was expecting... I had I add, you know the the tins that you can buy that you get mm-hmm. three packs and some kind of special card. I had a full tin of that, like stocks front to back and sides, as well as a load that I was just like, I don't have another tin for these. I'm just gonna put them somewhere. So the fact that I've managed to clear through them and it's it it honestly, it's been absolutely fantastic. I've been in Pokemon mode actually, because on Pokemon Go. I've also finally got that shiny Mew that I bought, I don't know how long ago. I've finally done the 151 kilometers and walking. Um, And because of the level and my new job, so I've started my new job, and there's, there is nothing around my new job. But because of my level, I'm able to create Pokestops now, or submit Pokestops. So I managed to get two Pokestops submitted, oh. one just around the corner from my workplace. I've set up some routes as well, so when I go into work, into, work and then i go into town to do some shopping or to get lunch i can just start a route i can do the route as well so i'm just in pokemon mode at the moment it's ridiculous
1: wow i'm not I've, um, i fell off pokemon i i've jumped back onto boulder's gate
0: oh yes i need to get around to this at some point yeah i, I, I
1: um, i i played it for about 70 or 80 hours before and got to boulder's gate and stopped playing. Right, is Baldur's Gate like the end game? It's the third act, is what they call it. Okay, okay. But I have now entered the city, and I'll tell you what, I got faced with a decision that is more intense than anything I've ever faced in any game ever. Okay, so... And it was truly one of those where I had, uh, like, no spoilers, but it was one of those where they offered me an option, and I could do whatever I wanted... But I knew full well that this option could not only change the entire outcome of the game, but would also change who sided with me, which members of my party stuck around or left, whether or not I would stay a human, whether or not the world would end or what the future would hold horrendously massive decision option put in front of me. And I had to just put it down. I was like, I can't do this right now. I can't can't be faced with this choice. And I've never had that
0: in a game before. So the closest I've ever come to that is, did you play the original Mass Effect? I did. And I I think Mass
1: Effect 2 or 3 got me Mm. close. There was a decision in there that you, you can either kill all of the um, what's the cyborg people race oh, called? Oh, the Geth. Yeah. You can either yeah. annihilate them all yeah. or you rewrite their minds so they become good. Yeah. And that, w- that was one that made me pause of like, well, do I go for genocide or do I make an entire race a slave effectively yeah, basically. by yes. brain controlling yes. them? But the difference with that game was there was a good and an evil choice. Mm. Here, there isn't. There's oh, no. Okay. There's no morality system. It's just whatever you choose will change the universe going okay. forward.
0: Like that. Massive props to the developers because it is one of the annoyance of like Kotor and Mass Effect is that the, the, there's a morality system, but the morality system there's no grey area. It's literally the the goodest good guy that ever existed, or just the biggest a-hole that has ever existed. There's no middle ground. So the fact that Baldur's Baldur's Gate doesn't... like The decision you're describing is almost like, no, this is the outcome of story beats that we've had. There is no right or wrong. There's just your decision. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it really is. And it's it's thrown me through a loop. I wasn't prepared.
1: <laughs> and again, oh, I'm 80 okay, hours in. Okay. And and my mate turned around to me and went, well, you're going to play through this more than once, so what does it matter? It's like, because this is 80 hours in, and I'm now making a decision that impacts the next 40 hours, and I've got to and do that again to get to this point to see the other ending?
0: Yes, and while I agree that you can't just replay it and and get the, or another ending, for me, that first one is almost my in-head canon yes. ending. So it doesn't matter if like let's say you play for the first time and half your team die and you know you get the you get the bad ending and then you play through and you get the good ending and all your teams survive that first playthrough for me is like no that's that's how it ended. That is how I will remember it, so I can completely understand having to go, I need to take a step back from this, and I'm assuming you haven't looked up online what happens based on your decisions. I was very you? tempted i I yeah. put it
1: into Google and the first and then- thing i read was like this changes everything i'm like well that's it then that's
0: <laughs> it is as big of a decision as i thought it was okay fantastic i love that i need to play that g- game at some point it's i've i this is just how old i am i've i've created a, a note on my phone which is like games to play <laughs> just slowly working my way down them next up on my list is gardens of the Galaxy, which. Um, as of recording this, I think it's free on Epic Game Store, which I'm like, but on, I'm getting that. Can't wait to play. Should we jump into some actual qu- questions? Yes, let's, let's from the do the thing that, that we need to do. That, that, that listen to us. So um, we're going to start with one that we kind of touched on last week, but I thought it'd be quite nice just to kind of give our definitive thoughts on this. Um, comes courtesy of uh, King Nido. Do you think they would possibly do another year of DLC? Uh, For Scarlet and Violet. Now, I can't completely remember our our decisions last week about whether or not they would, but I do remember falling on on the side of if they did another year of DLC and it was as much fun as the second piece of DLC was, I would happily pay for that for more Pokemon content. I'd prefer that over a new game next year, mainly because it would allow me to have that Here's a little bit of Pokemon to keep you going, but it's not. You've got to complete another Pokedex. You've got to complete, you know, another eight gyms and Elite Four and all this kind of stuff. Do we think they will possibly do it?
1: Do you think DLC will keep you going until next November, though?
2: Next November or this November? Next
0: November. Next November. 2025. Um. Oh, you know what? Okay, so it would, but only because that would free up some of my time to go back and do Legends Arceus and Sword and Shield because I want to go back and do them. Okay. So it's kind of a... So the answer is, I guess, yes, but not because that DLC. It's not based on the DLC. It's based on freeing up some of my time to go back and play other games.
1: But in that case what's the benefit of the DLC over just not releasing a game?
0: For me, it's a... He has some Pokemon that you could probably complete in 10 to 20 hours, rather than... He's a brand new Pokemon game that's going to take upwards of 40 to 60 hours to complete, and you got to get all the Pokemon, you got to get the new Pokemon. Um... That's my thought.
2: Which might not make so... sense to some people. Yeah, I... I, mm, I think they could do it. I don't think they will.
1: Agree. I think there's there's a urge or a hunger for something new, and mm. as I kind of alluded to last week, I don't, I don't think Scarlet and Violet is as good of a base game for me to want to invest more money into it. I think okay. there the flaws that were there at the beginning are still there now the bugs and the graphics and all that kind of stuff. I would rather see, I don't know, something like a spin-off game of some kind. I would rather see uh, a battle revolution uh, sequel. You know, I I would, I would pick that up. I would pick Mm -hmm. that up instantly. And I think they could quite easily do that. You know, we've spoken before about the effectively PK hex game. Mm -hmm. Or the Pokemon showdown 3d version. I think they released that. It shouldn't be that hard,
0: really. Realistically, no, they've got they've got all those elements in the mainline games anyway. They just need to pull it out. I I think we would I we know why they wouldn't do that because then it impacts on their mainline game sales, unfortunately. But I don't
1: um, think it does because you've then you've already released Scarlet and Violet. You've already mm. released the DLC for it. People who have picked those up to play competitive have already done it. True, yeah. You release a new competitive game this year and be like, this is what we're taking to Hawaii 2024. Sure, cool. And the thing is, you can release it really late on towards the Worlds, and nobody would be mad about it because, well, they might be mad about it because you've got to pick it up, but like, if you're already paying to go to Worlds...
0: Yeah, another thirty
1: it. quid, forty quid for the game is not gonna be like. It's not really that big of an ask, and because you don't have to build your team, you just generate them. It would be fine. So yeah. I think I think that would be what I'd love to see over DLC or an update to Scarlet and Violet rather than a paid DLC.
0: Yeah, an update would be nice, and like I, I'm for for me, the update would be he has more stuff to do in Scarlet and Violet, and all those sparsely populated areas now have more stuff going on. There's history, there's lore, there's uh, side quests like that. That would that would be amazing for me because it's always a little bit annoying when oh, but Scarlet Violet had a really good you know two pieces of DLC. Yeah, but those pieces of DLC didn't even take place on Paldea they took place in other areas of the world and while i can acknowledge the DLC is really good there's almost like a separation between that and Paldea in my head because i mean you, the first piece of DLC there isn't really much of a link between Paldea like you the characters that you've befriended don't come with you and actually the same with blueberry academy it's only the the end game of that way it's like oh now you're going back to area 0 um so, yeah, so something... So, yeah, a DLC or some kind... Well, DLC, just downloadable content, whether or not it's free or paid for, that gave us more to do in the base game, I think would be really appreciated. They've done it before with Legends Arceus, but that was, what, a month after release? They're not doing that for this, unfortunately. And just to kind of wrap it up, I think, if... If the if this question was being asked before the reveal of the epilogue, my answer would be very different. Yeah. The epilogue being released in what ten days, something like that, two weeks, is basically, I feel like the lack of a better word or phrase, the final nail in the nail in the coffin of Gen Nine's done and dusted. Get ready for the next thing that's coming, whatever that might be.
1: Yeah, no, I can I can see that.
0: Okay, let's move on to the next question from Tony, who asked this twice, so he obviously really wants us to answer this. So, who do you think was the original champion of Kanto before Blue? Was it Lance? If so, uh, who was the Elite Four member that got the boot when Lance was demoted? Now, I never thought about this until I saw this question, because you get to the Elite Four, and Blue is the champion, and then you've got the Elite Four made up of... Uh um Agatha, Bruno, Lance, and Lorelei. But we've already established in Scarlet and Violet's DLC that like Kieran getting knocked down a peg puts him into the Elite Four, which then pushes someone, Crispin, out of the Elite Four. So mm-hmm. that's the crux of what Tony's trying to get out at here. So what what are your thoughts on this kind of what so, do you
1: think? I'm I'm pretty sure because I think I read these comments and there was a suggestion that it was Sabrina,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: which leads to the idea because Blue doesn't become the number one elite four member, he just stops being champion when you defeat him. Mm-hmm. So the idea being that you know Sabrina was originally uh, a champion and then left to open a gym and then stays as a gym leader because she has a vision of beating or fighting gold in gold and silver. Okay. Which is what... Lovely idea. Really cool thought. I don't think it works because Blue isn't that far ahead of you mm. to have dethroned
0: Sabrina before yes. you fight Sabrina. I don't think the timeline matches up. But the just before you jump out, like, continue that... It kind of makes sense in some degree if you forget about the timeline because it's the only city with two gyms, i.e. Sabrina got knocked out like, well, I've got to set up a gym somewhere. So she sets up a gym. She just chooses, I'm going to set up a gym here. So that kind of aligns with that, but timeline issues just do not match up. To to my understanding, the fighting dojo
1: was the gym Mm. until Sabrina showed up and then dethroned them. And now she's the gym leader and now it's just a fighting dojo um who could have been the champion my initial thought was professor oak because we know oak was a champion at some point he was yeah and it would have been really cool if blue beat his granddad to become the champion but the issue Mm. with that is that professor oak shows up at the end of the game to be like hi i came to congratulate blue but you've already beaten him so don't worry about it so that can't have been the case it might just have been Lance, you know, but then who was the fourth member? Could he? Who, okay. Who, who is strong, enough, even. Who is strong open... enough in that world? No, yeah. no, no, let me finish the thought process. Yeah, who yeah, is strong enough it, yeah. in that world to have been an Elite Four member, but not... Because <laughs> there's no post-game to Red and Blue. That's the problem.
0: No, but we've also got Johto. That we have to take into account because they share the same league.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's that's possible. I I see what you're saying. Where somebody could have left as champion, well, it wouldn't have been Claire though. Okay, how come? Because if it was because Claire is weaker than Lance. Canonically, Claire is weaker than Lance. Yeah,
0: I get. Yeah, and you wouldn't have two dragon. You wouldn't have two people that I specialize said, it in It could dragon. have
1: been. It could have been uh, one of the leaders of the Dragon's Den.
0: Oh, one of the older people. Okay, one of the yeah.
1: old. One of the old people in the Dragon's Den could have been the champion.
2: Mm. Okay, that could work. I can see Price being the
0: Price being up there, and the reason why, and the only reason why I think that is because of the. He kind of serves as a bit of a, a bit like Agatha of, I've been there, I've done that, I've been around, I know what I'm doing in battle, but also it serves as a way to keep Lance on his toes because at that point, Dragon is literally weak to Dragon and Ice. Another Elite Four member that's constantly on his tail could, to to keep Lance at his A game.
1: But I think Price is weaker than Lorelei. Probably. That's but that's the problem with picking gym leaders, is they're not, they don't come off as strong as anyone who's
0: already in the Elite Four. But the only, so, it, that doesn't, that for me is a bit, I, I can disregard that, mainly because, m- like, Johto, the levels are weaker than Kanto anyway, but also my headcanon is oh, you've beaten two gym leaders, therefore I'm going to use weaker Pokemon. That's how my head works. I know that it's not being confirmed. I don't think it's ever been confirmed in the games. It has been confirmed in some of the anime, uh, depending on which timeline you're in. Um, So that's why I'm okay with kind of, you could potentially pick some of the weaker members. Um, The other one it potentially could be, is it could be Koga. And the only re- reason I say that is Koga could be a bit like a yo-yo where he's one of the best of the gym leaders, but one of the worst of the Elite Four. He's already gone up once and he's, his daughter filled in. Could he have like? Could he have been there originally, then come back down, then gone back up? But it's, maybe? The, it's
1: the same issue with Sabrina, where the timeline doesn't add up. Oh, it
0: doesn't, does it? Yeah.
1: So Random so, one.
0: Yeah. Bill? Is he yeah. is he more of a researcher though? I it, yeah. so so I think what we've landed on. We know on, he has though, an EV. He, he does, yes. So what we've landed on, I think, is that it can't be one of the gym leaders because of the timeline no. issue. So it has to be somebody that you come across. You know who it is? It's the first guy in Viridian, it's the granddad in the Viridian City who's just lying down. <laughs> the he's drunk like guy. He's got a drunk guy. Sorry, he needs no. his coffee. <laughs> he needs his coffee, yeah. No, way. that doesn't line up timeline-wise either, does it? What about... No, in... Oh, um... But they all have to fit... Thi- well, I was going to say they have to fit a typing, but the problem with early... The problem with Generation 1 and 2 is they don't fit a typing construct, so to speak, because Bruno uses a mix of fighting ground and rock. Agatha uses... Poison and ghost. Lorelei uses ice water. Lance uses Dragon Flying Rock Water. He uses a random mix. So are we going for actually do we need a trainer that maybe fits a typing so to speak, but is happy to go a bit left and right field of that? I'm trying to think if the of if is there any trainers that we come across like that?
1: Uh, Not really no one here no. I, th- I mean we all know the answer to this is game Freak didn't think about it
0: they, they <laughs> there obviously. isn't an answer
1: because <laughs> game Freak didn't think about it
0: Yeah. yep yeah. but well, there's definitely there's definitely some theorizing that could easily go on here to pick out a character that appears but also but was also in the timeline so to speak so the timeline matches up is there anyone that just like randomly talks to you you've seen I'm but trying he's to think if a, there's
1: anyone who's originally from kanto who we meet in later games
0: oh i'm sure there will be but i don't know who they... uh no i was about i, I don't know why i was going to come out of left field then and go leaf but uh, i was i was <laughs> actually green. thinking
1: leaf or green as well yeah
0: yeah but actually again that mm, that doesn't really Oh, I could. I was gonna say maybe one of the kimono girls, but like they're kind of a. I use one typing and one e- one typing of Evie, and that's it. Um... Yes, but we do see that one of the
1: kimono girls goes on to become the gym leader, Kalos. Oh yes, I've, I, again theory uh, wise, she yeah. she is a kimono girl who is the fairy type kimono girl. Um, what about
0: the guy at the top of Balsprout Tower?
1: The guy at the top of Sprout <laughs> Tower. Could be.
2: You never know. Um, oh, hold
0: on. Um. Faulkner's dad.
1: Faulkner's dad?
0: Yeah, he because was he,
1: the gym leader, wasn't he?
0: He was, so maybe... And then three years so... later, because I'm pretty
1: sure Faulkner's only recently taken over the gym. Because okay. he's still using his dad's Pokemon.
0: Dad's Pokemon. Once, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to work this out in my head now for the timeline. Fulton's dad gets booted out, goes down to a gym level, gives it a couple of years, and go. nah, I'm, I'm past my prime. Time to hand over the reins to my son. But then I who, could was, see who it. was? But who was holding that gym while he was in? Someone else. Mm. We know gyms can change yeah, hands. Yeah. yeah.
1: We know that somebody Ooh. could have retired. Quite comfortably. Yeah.
0: Sr. Uh, there. I
1: don't know if there's anything that says that, you know, his dad's held the gym for years and years and years.
2: No. Ooh.
1: Okay. It's as good a guess as any.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's not. It's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's not terrible. I kind of half came out with, oh, this is a bit of a joke with them. Oh, actually, no, that it could work if you really wanted to. And we're saying he's the it?
1: fourth Elite Four member under Bruno. Yes. Because and he specializes, he, he in could never beat Bruno because he is a flying type specialist.
0: Oh, that well, it's normal and fly. He would specialize in normal and flying, Skarmory, steel. So also like fighting is neutral against it. So yeah, actually, maybe, yeah, maybe Faulkner or Faulkner's oh, dad. Oh, <laughs> Faulkner's dad. Sorry, yeah, okay there you go we solved it <laughs> we done it any, anyone else that you can think of before we we move on i i i think that's as good a guess as any that's that's about as good i can't top that put it that way okay fantastic <laughs> okay let's uh move on to the next question and i'm gonna butcher this name and i i apologize in advance so cured and cats um is asked do you think if generation five remake if we get the Generation 5 remakes, will we see the return of the Pokemon Dream World in some way? Now, before, because I, I I know Connor's going to love this, I don't 100% know what the Dream World is. So can you, like, clue us in, maybe? So the
1: Dream World is first introduced to us in black and white uh, with the Dream Yard, where you save Moshanna. Mm-hmm. Who has the dream mist and helps out? I forget her name, but somebody's working on a machine to enter the dreams of Pokemon. Okay. It's then further explored in Dream Radar, which is where you could like move your DS around and catch Pokemon and shoot lasers at them. Um, but it's also where we were first introduced to the Therian forms of the Weather Trio. Not the Weather Trio. Right. Wrong. The Genies. The, the, the Genies. So on that note, the fact that we could see like the true form of Pokemon through the dream world, and again, I, this talks about a black and white remake, I stand mm-hmm. fast on the thing of like, no remake, sequel. Do not remake yeah. the games. They are yeah, perfect. Leave well, them yeah, alone. We don't need them. Yeah. But if we get a sequel, everybody knows that what we want to see is the original dragon. The original dragon mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. We've combined the Pokemon, but you can only combine them so far. How mm-hmm. do you get to see the original form of the Pokemon? You have to go into the dream world. I like that. And it becomes this whole endgame part, like Giratina's Distortion World, where you have to go into the dream world uh, whilst you're battling whoever, you know, you and N are there. And one of you's got, um, you know, one of you's got Reshiram. One of you's got Curum. And maybe you even have. I'm trying to think about this now. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think about this now because you don't bring back the. Yeah, you don't bring back either of the protagonists because that doesn't make sense. No, no, no. Yeah, I suppose. How did that work in Black and White too? Because N definitely got one of them. And I suppose it just went on the timeline of you didn't catch the other one.
0: I don't 100% know, actually, even though I've played it, because I don't think the original protagonist comes back, do they? No, it's, they're mentioned. No. They're talked about by Bianca
1: and uh, Sharon, but not not ever brought in. So I assume we're working on a timeline where neither of the protagonists caught one of the legendaries. Mm-hmm. So you would have access to either Kurama or Kurama and Zekrom. Yep. Yeah. And then, yeah, something would happen where all three of them together and you enter the dream world and then you get to see them as the original dragon. That's oh, how then, I think we bring but, the dream world back.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. I think the way around that is, yeah, the end still has one of the dragons. The original protagonist released or let go, didn't catch whatever, so you were able to get that one. And then it's a, if, we're doing a, if we're doing a sequel, it's, a remi- it's an opportunity to bring Getzis back with Kyrim. I don't know if Getzies should come back.
1: I think we've I had Getzis in two black and white games now. I don't think we should we have, have Gets. We should definitely have somebody who maybe learnt from Getzis.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, you, you know what you could do? I know that the whole backstory is N is like, was adopted and raised and all this stuff. What you could do is just have Getzis had another adopted child who was raised as almost a backup, but in a more cruel way mm. and maybe they're the ones like no and you got all the attention now it's my turn to get you know dad's attention and or you get an that. actual son oh
1: yeah okay or
0: daughter as the case
1: may be yeah but yeah, yeah an actual child of gets who hates that not only did their dad abandon them adopt this other kid adopters with big quotation in quotation marks, yeah. <laughs> oh yes <laughs> and those quotation marks are doing a lot of heavy lifting. Um, you know, hates hates n for that. Hates that their dad tried this twice and failed, and just once. Yeah, has now that we're going into a world where the synchro machine exists. Mm. You know, where we have this ability to take control of Pokemon. You know, before it was a case of oh, we have to convince everybody that fighting with Pokemon is wrong so that they'll give them all up and give them to me. We Now we can switch it around and be like, well, no, now I can take control of Pokemon. So I'll just make lots of Pokemon aggressive and make it so that people can't keep their Pokemon The the laws are coming in that people have to release their Pokemon. It's not safe Mm -hmm. to keep these anymore. You know, similar to like Legends Arceus. And that's their plan. And they're like, right, once everybody else has released all their Pokemon, I'll be the only one to have them. And I have control over them. And I can go into their dreams and do Inception and all this. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going into a bit of a rambling state. But I I like the idea of somebody going, see what you did there? I can do it better.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that as well. I also, if we are going to get the dream world in some way, I think I would like to see, make use of the Nintendo Switch gimmicks that it's got built in. So like the gyroscope or whatever that functionality is of being able to move around stuff like you can with, um, I think what you can do that on, you can do it on certain games like um, Breath of the Wild. So you can control the actual bow and arrow, controls by moving it around. I would love something similar to that. Like if you're going to enter a Pokemon dream world, I think you need to do something that distinguishes it from this is the this is the actual Pokemon world. It's like you're at sub-level, so things should get a little bit weird. And maybe mm. you know that control with the gyroscopes is, is how you do it. As someone that hasn't played any of that dream world kind of stuff, I think Yeah, let's get weird with it and let's do stuff in that that you can't do outside of that, whether or not that is... You know, I I do think Pokemon needs to start experimenting with... He's a Pokemon, he's a form, and you can never get that. Like, flat out, you can't get that. That is just something unique for this generation, this unique element of it, and I think they need to get a bit... I don't think every Pokemon should be, you know, capturable, and they need to start moving away with that, because we're getting too many... And there's too many forms, and it's a gang overkill to start to introduce ones that are like, oh, this thing is amazing and powerful, but you'll never be able to get it or capture it. And I, I maintain Arceus should have been that. Like, but this all is... powerful day, gone. Yeah, no, 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 no. I agree with you. So
1: finish your thought process.
0: Yeah, you yeah, pretty much finished. To be honest with you,
1: Connor. Yeah, you you should have been able to fight the original one, that big yep. gold sparkly dude, <laughs> at the very beginning. You should be like, no, I want to fight that entity. <laughs> yes, you'd have lost immediately, but it would you have been lost. cool. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah, I think it would be a really cool idea to bring back old gimmicks as well. You know, yes. so you're talking about like mega forms and Z moves and you know, Gigantamax because it doesn't have to permeate through the rest of the game Yeah, because we're in the dream world. Because this is what Anything Pokemon, can happen. This is, this is their reality. This is what they want to become true. And it also means as well that it answers one of those big issues that we have with Pokemon is that characters don't really return enough. Yes. Because if you introduce the dream world, then you have to introduce Professor Burnett, who was the professor inside uh, Dream Radar, who is canonically married to Kuki?
0: Wait, what? Hold on. I'm Googling this right now. <laughs> Hold on. What? So,
1: Professor Burnett was the professor within Dream Radar, and she is canonically married to Kuki, and they have a kid.
2: What? Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I'm on Bulmapedia now. It's like, it, it, so it's like when when you get that like hyperlink sex, it's like character profile, appearance. Pokemon Dream Radar in Generation 7. I've never seen... A, that has blown my mind. That is crazy. What? Okay. So, yeah.
1: So, it'd be a really cool way to get Kukui back into the story. Burnett's such a cool character design and an awesome character anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I am completely on board with that. And, like, what, I think what I would also like with that is, like, again, opportunities to... I'm always a fan of like getting to know your Pokemon and how can, you, how can you move away from other just digital assets and character models to this is a Pokemon that you learn to love and grow a relationship with and go on this adventure together. And thinking about it, one of the way uh, back in the day, there was a game called Final Fantasy Tactics. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. played it, but that had a similar concept of you can recruit pretty much anybody in that game. Uh, some of them are story related; you get them as you play the story. Some of them are just just randos, and depending on the missions and stuff, some characters would have extra dialogue or would eventually drop off as their story was done. And you could do that with Pokemon in terms of okay if you don't want to have the Dream World, if you want to add all these extra gimmicks to the Dream World, but don't want to have to create, like, more, you know, remodel Meg Revolutions, Gigantamax, form, any of these weird things that that they could potentially introduce, what you could do is, well, the Dream World works, but it only works for the handful of Pokemon that you get in story-related quests as you play through the game. Ah, And they're the ones that you form bonds with. And therefore, if you've spent time Growing with them, evolving them, you know, teaching them moves, whatever it might be, then they're the mons that get more content in the dream world. Or maybe they're the only Pokemon you can use in the dream world. And it would also give the opportunity to maybe pick a couple of Pokemon that didn't get as much love in Generation 5. Because I think there are a few Pokemon in Gen 5 that, you know, we're just seeing as, well, they're just carbon copies of Pokemon from Generation 1. So let's give them an opportunity to do something different. So I think that's that my could brain worry.
1: has just realised how much connection there is between Unova and um, uh, Alola. Sorry, brain froze for a second there. What else? Because is there? in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Cora yeah. shows up from Black and White too.
0: Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know also
1: have um, Grimsley, I think his name is the Elite Four member. Yeah, yeah, is just hanging out on the beach.
0: He is, isn't he? No, you're absolutely right, because when I was playing Masters, I was like, I was trying to figure out where I'd known that guy from, because I was like, because he he has a load of Pokemon. He use, when you unlock him as a sync pair, he has Pokemon that are from the, the 3DS generation. I was like, but I don't really remember seeing him in the 3DS generation, but that, again, is another link between yeah, because he's in black and white and black and white 2. And then, yeah,
1: like you say, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. Okay. So you've now got reason for a black and white 3 to have the remnants of the Aether Foundation teamed up with Colrus, taking on the Synchro Machine. You know, Team Plasma was already looking into uh, the Dream world anyway because you had to save them from musharna or you had to save musharna from them yeah i think i think it has to come back
0: there's far too much
1: going on there it has to come back
0: i would like to see some of the gimmicks come back, like the the dress up game um i you know what i can it was that in gen 5 it was wasn't it where you dress up the pokemon that was gen 5 not gen 4 yeah, yeah, yeah 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 But Pokestar Studios, is that it? No, um, Pokestar
1: Studios is different. Um, okay. there was like the fashion shows and stuff,
0: though. Right. So that dress-up side thing that you can do, I'm not fussed about that returning, but the option to dress up my Pokemon, like Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, again, a game that really made that start and not feel like just it felt different than the generic Pikachu or Eevee you could find in any other game. It actually felt like, oh, this is my partner Pokemon. And part of the reason why is because of the moves, but also the fact that, oh, I've unlocked a rocket outfit. I'm going to wear it. Oh, Eevee also has a rocket outfit for whatever reason. Like, I would love to see the option to be able to dress up your Pokemon and hats on and bow ties and pokemon with hands could hold something and maybe you'd see it in battle as well um so yeah think talking about things i'd like to see return for generation five yeah bit of dress up please but throughout the entire game rather than just agreed oh yeah definitely hey um, you know what maybe if we want to limit to that to just the dream world as well because you know that would help to differentiate of all oh, things are a little bit weird in here. Why am I wearing a hat? You know, and giving Pokemon the ability to talk and stuff like that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, let's move on to the next question, uh, which comes courtesy of Gym Leader JC. Do you do you lads think we could see a semi-open world game like uh, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, where maybe Kanto could be the hub akin to Jubilife Village, and areas you travel to could be a specific area in
2: different? region okay i actually would
1: go on yeah there's there's two ways to look at this would i like it yes do i think we'll see it no completely agree (laughs) and and i think the big part of it is that i don't think anybody at game freak would do a semi-open world game again like Legends Arceus, unless it was specifically a Legends Arceus sequel, and they're like, oh, no, that's just how we do it. But I really yeah. don't think even that. I think they've gone, oh, no, we've we've introduced open world now. We've had the first open world Pokemon you can't game. can't go back. We cannot yeah. go backwards. Yeah. Which, again, I don't think it's going backwards. I think that suited the yeah. game
0: better. Agreed. Agreed.
1: But I can see the marketing. hmm and I could see the hit they would get from critics, and I think that might actually impact sales, considering that Scarlet and Violet had such negative reception when it first came out. Really? Everybody said it was fun, but people complained a lot, and yet it's one of the best-selling games they've ever had, especially it is it is the best-selling Switch game they've had. It was the fastest-selling Switch game ever. that's because it was the first open world Pokemon game. They can't take it out of there now.
0: Mm. Uh, And it's such a shame as well, because I, I do prefer legends Arceus map system because a, it's someone that dreads open world games because, um, you know, if you played some of the later assassins creed, it's like, here's 10,000 things to do. Listen, I've, I've got a full-time job. I've got hobbies. I've got other stuff on the side. That's too much open world for me. Whereas like Scotland Vard actually did it quite well in terms of, and maybe that's to its detriment of, here's some stuff to do in the open world, but it's not going to take you forever. Legends Arcus, what I liked about it is it felt more manageable of, oh, I can just do one area at a time and I can tick off everything that I want to do in that area and then move on to the next one. And I think what, Doing it like le- the benefit to doing it like Legends Arceus is that you can hide, you can use it to hide some of the scope of the game. Legends Arceus, it's like, okay, this is a big area, but actually, it doesn't feel real. It, it's really tiny, actually. If you like map that onto an actual real world location, it's like smaller than some of the cities that we have in in the UK. Whereas Legends Arceus, because it's like, well, here's. A part of the map up here, part of the map, part part of the map. It hides. It gives the illusion of it being bigger than it is, because you're only exploring tiny parts of the area. And it also allows you to get around one of the criticisms I had of Scarlet and Violet, where the biomes don't naturally flow into one another. Scarlet and Violet, the very kind of grass, 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 beach, whereas. Legend's Arcus, you can get around that because you've got a lava area, you've got, you know, beach area, you've got a snowy area. So you can just focus on those individual biomes. Um, and you could do this with a story. Um, one of the stories you could, could do this is Reggie's. You know, oh, you got to explore and find out more about the Reggie's. Well, you've got straight away there, you've got three areas you can go. Well, you've got three regions. You've got Sinnoh, you've got, um, um, my mind's gone blank, Galar, and you've got uh, Hoenn, <laughs> you've, got, you've got the three regions you go to. There are, there are story ways you could implement this, but I completely agree with what you said. There's no way they do this, unfortunately.
1: So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna contradict myself and say there's one way they could do it. Okay. Which is that you have a series of Kitakamis, Kitakamis, Yeah, okay. So you start off in... So you can have Pallet Town up to Vermilion... Is it Vermilion City or Viridian City? Viridian. Right. So you do Pallet Town to the Viridian City, Mm -hmm. the size of Kitakami. So what you've got is you've got the water, you've got the grasslands, you've got the forest, you've got uh, the tunnels that connect to Diglett Cave and things like that. You've got uh, a, a city in there, you can spread that out to be the size of Kitakami. I reckon you could probably do that. And then you can have a series of other Kitakami style chunks of the most notable areas or the most varied areas in different regions. Okay. So you have one city and a bunch of surrounding land, basically. And you can change it up slightly. You know, you don't have to do, oh, well, the route was actually, you know, Hoenn is just, it's all water routes. No, we just, we take the interesting bit. It's fine. Yeah, There's a new city in between the volcano and the water. It's fine. We can do that. And then what that means is you have, because again, one of my biggest complaints about Kit Kami was it wasn't varied enough.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. You basically had a forest, grassland, and a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know it, but if that was a fifth, sixth, seventh of the game, that's very cool. All of a sudden, mm. okay, and it allows you to still say no. It's an open world game, but it's seven times open world, and then you get that same aspect of like, well, no, I'm just going to do everything here, and then I'm going to go somewhere else, and I'm going to do everything there.
0: I so think the game be suddenly the... becomes very big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. But what would be the hub? Like, wh- what's the part? Because the, the the thing that works about Legends Arcus is it's because it's in the past, it's kind of, oh, you just walk to these areas and you just assume that everything between the hub area and the area that you go to, there's n- there's a whole lot of nothing going on. Whereas with modern Pokemon games, it's it opens up the question of, okay, if you can do those routes, and I'm just thinking about what players would be saying is, or, well, why can't I go through Diglett's Cave now to go to somewhere else? Why can't I go through Mount Moon anymore? And how do I get from one area to a- another area? So, if I go from you know this interesting part of Kanto and I want to go to this inter- interesting part in Hoenn, why am I not able to access all the other, presumably interesting things that sit between the two? Like, what's okay. the story I, see-
1: I see that. Um, Again, I think Vermilion City becomes your
0: hub because it's the ferry and You can uh, Vermilion or Viridian. The first I think one. we'd have to do. I think we'd have to do Vermilion because it's close to a, the SSN, which is your how you get about the world. Because then you could have it where it actually connects to. Okay, you start there, oh you can get the yacht to any of the harbors in any of the other games and explore some of the interesting routes around those said harbors.
1: Yeah. I mean, what have you got around there, though? You've got Grassland to the top, Grassland to the west, and then you're surrounded no, by just, a bunch uh, of war.
0: Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. I'm trying to think of a realistic explanation as to why. Because we don't have airports in the Pokemon games, do we? Uh, at least I can't think of any off the top of my head, because we have... I mean,
1: Unova. Unova has Sky a right? Sky and Violet. What? Skylar is a pilot. Oh,
0: Skylar! Right, okay, yes, Skylar is a pilot. No, you're absolutely right, yeah, because I'm just remembering, yeah, the airport there uh, now. Um, Maybe that's your hub then, and you go to new areas rather than old yeah, areas? Yeah,
1: I could see that working. I mean, like, I, oh, I freak- forget what's around that area. I can't remember. I think it's fairly it. varied?
0: Because, the, because I think, okay, so I think if you are to do that kind of hub functionality, it has to move away from, you're a gym leader, you have to be a researcher, or a ranger, you have to be something else. I don't oh, think Oh yeah, no, can, fully agreed. You can't make that work with your typical gym leader challenge, I don't think. Um, or, or... Mm,
1: yeah, no, you're right. Um, I was gonna say, or they open it up to, like, you're building up to the World Tournament, which takes place in Unova, but you keep you have to go to all these different regions for your next challenge.
0: Oh, that actually could work in a weird way. You'd have to, you'd have to move away from the gym system and, like, say, have some kind of league of. Oh, this is your, like, like they're doing the anime. Here's your rating, and go off to these. You know, you've had a challenge from this person in Hoenn, and you go off to there. That could, that could, that could work. I and think then I that, pres- that
1: explains why you're limited to one city because it's like your challenger yes. is here
0: somewhere. Yeah, you don't but like. Obviously, you got, can
1: you can well, use the time to go and find new Pokemon and things like that.
0: Well, that's it because like, what you say in that is, oh, it's you know the intro intro is like it's only ten days to the world coronation ceremony. It's like, well, I can't go off and explore this part of the world because there's no challenges up there. Like that's wasting my time. So it gives you a story reason for not exploring some of the. Area. You are literally going to what Game has okay, this is an interesting area, this is an interesting area, and we just so happen to put the trainers in the interesting areas, and that's where that's how you direct the play where you need them to go. Well, actually, yeah, we've kind of talked ourselves around on that, haven't we? So, yeah, you could do it, and it could
1: be the black and white tie-in
2: game, maybe?
0: Yeah, Maybe? Maybe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right, let's go let's, on to the next question. I like that.
0: Let's though. move on to the next question. So comes K C of British Eagle. Uh do you think they are done with new typing? Uh I don't and the, he's got he's got an addition to this. I don't see how that fits their comments about sticking around for hundred years. So that's something that we spoke about a few weeks back. Um they have to bring out a new type eventually. Well, this comment I think came out before the stellar type came out. But th- I uh, guess Yeah, I think
1: we kind of uh, we expected, or we knew there was a new Terra type, didn't we? Yes, yes. But we didn't know if that was going to stick around as an actual typing.
0: So I think we have to, like, I think we have to address that, st- that you know, that that style of typing because I don't see that as a new typing yet. That might change, but I, I, I don't think that's sticking around. I think that is the end of this generation. And the final gimmick of this generation that they can use in the you know the online competitive meta for the next couple of years until Generation Ten or a remake rolls around. But in terms of new typings, I'm never gonna sit. I'm never going to sit here and go never say never because you know we went between Generation Two and Generation Six before they introduced the new typing. But that new typing had to had to be implemented because dragons were just running the competition in every competition. Like, dragons were just OP, and they needed a way to nerf that. I don't think we'll see new typings. What I think we'll see is a rebalancing of typings via abilities, new Pokemon that get buffed in terms of abilities, moves, or stats. Um, I think that's how they're going to address that moving forward i can i really can see in the next couple of generations bug and ice having some new stronger pokemon rather than having to go okay let's introduce a new typing which would then give you know it's weak to ice so it's weak to bug it's just like let's just introduce some new powerful pokemon in those categories to bump up those those um typings and then change the method that way and the thing is as well, you've got you've got abilities
1: now where you can just mm. have, you know, if fairy is super overpowered, okay, here's a bug type that's immune to fairy because of its ability. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how you run that,
2: but you can do it. I just because
0: I I'd imagine that introducing the fairy type was a very different experience than introducing dark and steel. Yes. Dark Steel was very early game. It's like, oh, okay, let's we can just take these couple of Pokemon, introduce a new Pokemon, done, dusted. Fairy typing, I imagine, was a massive headache for the the staff at Game Freak because it was a, okay, we need to go back and look at the 600 odd Pokemon we've got, and we need to figure out which of these, like, do we change into fairy, but also. I'd imagine it wasn't just a pick them, pick them, pick them, done. It was a, well, if we pick them, what's the knock-on effect of picking this Pokemon? What is the knock? And there would have been conversations about, you know, okay, if we bring a fairy in, what, what what's it strong against? What is it weak against? And the knock-on effects of that as well, I imagine it was a massive headache then at 600 Pokemon to introduce new typings when you've got over 1,000 Pokemon. is going to be an even bigger headache. And we've discussed many times, about this, about you know what typing would they introduce, and you know I've I've played games that do introduce new typings, you know you've got the gas type, you've got sound type. Uh, I've even seen recently about the digital type as well. That there, there are there are multiple you know options they could go down, but feel like I feel like the Game Freak w- would be doing themselves a disservice if they just lifted something that's already out there in fan-made games and tweaked it slightly. So I don't see them introducing... I, I can see them just pointing their foot down on the point of, oh, no, if these fan-made games are doing it, then we're going to do our own thing, and our own thing is, no, we're not introducing new typings. We don't need new typings. We'll just buff Pokemon in different ways.
1: Yeah. See, the... For me, coming from a TCG background, there's something called, you know, you get your different tiers. And there's something called a tier zero deck, which is effectively, if you're not playing this deck, you lose. Mm. That's that's tier zero. It's a case of this is just completely overwritten the competition and everybody must play it to be competitive. Okay. That's what normal and psychic was in general. Mm they had to be addressed because everybody ran normal Pokemon and Psychic Pokemon basically only. Yeah. By the time Gen 5 came around, I mean, you know, I don't think Dragon was... Dragon wasn't all you ran, but if you weren't running a Dragon, you were in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Or if you weren't bringing answers to Dragons... Which really meant you were bringing your own dragons, yeah, it was a problem. I think the difference between dark and steel and fairy is fairy answered a a meta where dragons had become overpowered not only because of the typing but because of the dragons that were introduced, like dragons just generally had higher stats, yeah, which didn't need to be the case, whereas Gen 1 was broken in many ways and yeah, Psychic it was. was was broken and a lot of the normal types that you know you're talking about things like you could have normal types running hyper beam and because normal yeah, yeah. was a physical typing you suddenly had a 120 base power physical move that if you knocked the opponent out you didn't have to recharge to recharge yeah so again it was broken it was it was fundamentally broken so it had to be dealt with I think Steel and Dark were cool additions. I think they opened up a lot of things that Pokemon could do and introduce Pokemon-wise. I don't. I think Fairy, it, it, in a similar instance, allowed them to go, hey, we can, we can play with some new style of Pokemon. We can reach into that more fey realm mm-hmm. and get these more magical creatures in which we saw with things like Impidimp, I think is one of the coolest fairy-type Pokemon. Um, Hatron is another really cool fairy-type Pokemon. Uh, I don't think Sylveon's... I'm going to get murdered for saying this. I don't think (laughs) Sylveon's represents fairy that great. It doesn't. Um,
0: That's more of a, like, if there was a cute type. Like, it doesn't feel like a, a fairy type. You're right. Again, Xerneas... Doesn't really scream fairy to me. I think if it agrees. had been a grass type, it would have yeah.
1: nobody would have questioned it. Yeah. Um. So I don't think fairy was quite as strong, but it needed to. It needed to answer the meta rather than a broken typing. I don't think it's... dragon was a broken typing. I think it just they'd released too many strong dragon types. Well, considering and, you know, a lot of the many dragons... competitive players will sit here and argue that fairy is very very strong. Does that mean we have yes. to now come out with an answer to fairy? via typing i don't think so i think we just get stronger poison types we just get stronger steel types yeah yeah which which we've had you know we've had really really Mm -hmm. strong steel types this generation through the paradox pokemon oh yeah as well yeah yeah you know and realistically like yeah fairy type is busted but that has allowed arcanine to basically win every single tournament over the last year or so Because it counters it. Because it's a defensive answer to uh, Flutter main. Yeah. So, yes. I don't think new typings will come anytime soon. Of course, if Pokemon sticks around for 100 years... 100 years, yeah. They're going to run out of gimmicks eventually and just go, uh, new typing, there you go. Yeah. Well, I think it you throwing too many ingredients into the pot if Mm. you're adding another typing and people will be like oh it's just one more typing (laughs) it really isn't just one more anything it changes a lot
0: It, it it does unfortunately because it changes changes past pokemon it changes future pokemon it changes how abilities work with certain pokemon and the moves it brings some Pokemon up, but it also means that introducing new typings might mean that some Pokemon drop down because what made them useful or gimmicky is no longer the case because they've changed the typings or what it was strong against, they've had their change. And this goes back to the comment I made of, you know, introducing the fairy type was probably a headache because of all this that you have to consider when you do it. And I think it is just easier rather than just going, here's hundred Pokemon that have changed to a new typing or have had a secondary typing and just go, okay, well, based on the last generation and the Pokemon we're seeing in the competitions, you know, fairies now, you know, too strong or it's there's too many fairies being run. Like, say, let's bump up poison. Let's bump up steel. And then the following generation, they go, oh, we made steel a bit strong. Okay, let's introduce a couple of new stronger fire Pokemon. It's that power creep that we get. Mm. And it's a reason why some of the older pokemon that don't see any competitive action whatsoever have had um you know uh, regional forms or paradox forms it's because okay the older pokemon aren't viable anymore cuz of the power creep and therefore we need a way to bring them back in into the meta and i think that's how they're going to balance it rather than new typings
1: i think on on the note of headache as well i think any new typing you now add makes pokemon a less accessible because the type yep. charts are already confusing as it is. And it's it one is, of the hardest yeah. things to wrap your head around as a kid. And don't get me wrong, you can do it. Been doing it for years. I get it. Mm-hmm. You start adding too many more typings to that, it people will just step out. Yeah, And the other thing is, is well, you're you know, Pokemon runs on nostalgia. There are a lot of people who went, Wait, why is Jigglypuff a fairy type? Well, no, it's not not my Jigglypuff. You start adding too many more typings where it's like, oh, suddenly this, you know, Tauros is suddenly a new type or or Porygon. Porygon's suddenly a digital mm-hmm. type. No, Porygon's a normal type. Porygon's always been a normal type. Porygon's been one of my favorite Pokemon from the very start. Don't chain Porygon. There's going to be someone
0: out there like that who you don't you, you don't want to step on too many people's toes. And adding the typings, like, who does that, Who who is screaming for new typings? Like, people are, you know, there'll be a subset of people that are screaming for a new evolution or a new regional form or a new gimmick, but I, I never hear anybody screaming for, I need new typings, this is what I live for in Pokemon. I just don't see who it appeals to, and that's why I, I don't it's a cool think... idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. And fun just... to explore in ROM Hacks. <laughs> Agreed. And I have seen some... I've seen uh, one of the ROM hacks I've been looking at is introduced the, uh, I think, space typing, which, again, there are a subset of Pokemon that could quite neatly fit into that space typing. But again, I think it works for a ROM hack of a what if. I don't want to see space typing in Pokemon. Space typing, space Pokemon has always weirded me out slightly because I've always been like... No, it's Earth. Everything takes place on Earth, but there are Pokemon from space. Like it, it just my brain struggles with with that. It's the same thing with the Ultra Beasts as well. I I struggle to get my head around them a little bit. It's like, are they Pokemon though? Um, but yeah, I I just don't see them introducing a new typing unless, like you say, Connie, they are around for a very long time and they go, oh yeah, we really need to shake up Pokemon and maybe some kind of reboot or something. Um. Let's move on to the next question uh, which is kind of actually related to this. It's Gym Leader JC again. What unused Pokemon type combo do you want to see most and what type of concepts would you use that combo for if you were making the Pokemon? So, do you, Have you still got that list up in front of you to run through what uh, unused typings are left? So
1: yes, the unused typings currently are normal ice, normal bug, normal rock, Normal steel, fire fairy, ice poison,
0: ground fairy, bug dragon, and rock ghost. Some of those amaze me that we've not got that. The like bug dragon, per- <laughs> bug dragon, yeah, like, like again. I can like think of two say- off
1: the top of my head that should be bug dragon. Go on. Well, um flygon. Oh no, flygon. Thank you. I couldn't remember its name. Um, Flygon is definitely one of them, and the other yeah. one is Yanmega, uh, or at oh, least Yanmega. Yeah, um, yes, Yanmega's evolution.
0: Yanmega, Yanmega uh, is the evolution. Yanma is the base form. Yanmega, the... yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't yeah. think Yanma should be, but I think Yanmega should.
0: Yanmega, it's got that, it's got that look. Um, normal Rock, like Rock Ruff, should be that. Like it blows. Like yeah. Rock Ruff is is a cute little doggo. It shouldn't be part Rock. It's all theory. It's evolution, yeah. It looks like it's got that hard exterior, um, but again, that's another one that I find strange that we've we've not had. Normal ice, bear tick comes to mind for me. Like, how is bear tick? Like, it, it's this is why you, you should never overthink the typings because mm. you just go down uh, an absolute rabbit hole. So there's some there that I'm rock amazed- ghost.
1: Uh, Runarigus's galar form should have definitely been rock ghost.
0: What is it? Just pure ghost? Uh, I think it's is ground it Ghost Ground. Ghost. Yeah, it should have been rock. It's literally made up of rocks that slot together. Yeah, no, that was
1: a, that's a silly choice.
0: So let's look at the typings that maybe... Like, uh, for me, the standout ones are Ground Fairy, Fire Fairy, and Ice Poison. They're the yep. ones that, that I... I Off the top of my head, can't really... Think of any
2: Pokemon that neatly fit into those ones
0: now i I actually think with some of these like ice poison, I think is quite easy. you just you literally take one of the currently existing water poison Pokemon of which there are a lot of and just have a regional form of oh, they weren't in the oceans, they were in the polar ice caps of whatever that world is, and therefore the water elements of them has frozen. I honestly, if, um, if, uh, I'm trying to remember the, uh, um, what the, what's, what's the, the tentacruel? If tentacruel hadn't had a regional form in gen nine, it doesn't, it doesn't have a regional form. Sorry. It doesn't know. You're right. It has a divergent, divergent form divergent. This is, it still confuses me that they went down that route. Anyway. Um, Yeah, like, why is that? Yeah, anyway, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. I'm not being tricked into this. Okay, so tentacle, then, we can give a regional form of it it appears further up north or south at the poles, and therefore maybe it's got, you know, it's the water elements of frozen salt, and it has something that prevents critical hits. Or maybe it's so ice cold that fire no longer works against it. And you could have its tentacles being like, you know, the ends of them, because they're so far away from the body and the blood takes so long to get there that the tips of its tentacles are like spears now. They've frozen solid. Like, I could see something like this, like that working. Actually, you know what? That would have been a fantastic paradox form. I could just mm-hmm. see now, like, the, the, the scary primordial element of that, like, working really well.
1: I mean, Tentacruel's already got that Cthulhu vibe to it as well. Oh, and then has. you add in some storyline that, you know, uh, people went north and started digging for oil beneath the ice and mm. awakened this primordial being that I had love been that. frozen there for generations. And it's got those like long black tentacles that are poison-tipped and its body is still frozen over like it's been there for years. I love that idea.
0: Okay, good. What have you got any that come to mind?
1: So, I want to make a uh, Fire Fairy is probably the one that stood out to me the most. I think that's yeah. such a cool typing. Um yeah. my thought process on this was uh we either make it a sheep or a cow. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right. So, so so Go Fairy on. typing I always think of um you know, the fae Uh, Mm -hmm. pagan mythology, witchcraft, that kind of thing. So I went to um, you know, my pagan research and found the fire festival of Imbolg. Okay, and the Imbolg is uh basically celebrates not I think is halfway between the winter and the spring equinox, if I remember correctly. And Imbolg itself means uh in in the belly. And is to do with the fact that, you know, the lambs are coming soon. Um, The sheep have just started lactating um, and in preparing for the new season, the new birth and that kind of stuff. So it's a fire festival because you heat all your tools and things like that. You cleanse it in the fire, push away the winter and welcome in the sun as it rises. So you can have a sheep, which has this kind of fairy fire feel about it. Or there is Brigid, who is the goddess of Imbolg. I mean, she's the goddess of fire within the pagan religion anyway, but she's like the figure of Imbolg. And in some depictions, she is a milkmaid and gathers milk from the sacred cow. So you can, again, do that same thing of fairy folklore, fire goddess, here's your fire fairy cow.
0: I like that you you've, you've uh, what I like about that is we approach the fairy typing very differently you You often talk about like the, that that realm, whereas I just go pretty and pink <laughs> like that, that's my <laughs> that's my fairy type it's pretty and pink it's pretty and pink and um, and I was like while you were talking I was just scrolling through the Pokemon to see if there's any that I think you could quite easily go okay it, it's it fits into one of those categories. And the only, the one of the ones that comes to my head now, just looking at it, is like, you know, even though we only got this introduced in Generation 9, like Fido, so the dog Pokemon that's a fairy typing, like, it's obviously based on food, it's based on, uh, I think, croissants or something similar. And looking at the fairy type now, we've got a couple of fairy types that are like, you've got Milcery as well, and Alcremie. I'm wondering if, you know, we do a fairy ground type is based on it's that kind of food fairy element but it's just fallen to the floor like someone's dropped it and that's why it's fairy ground so i'm pretty sure the fairy so a lot of the
1: fairy pokemon that are food based are very sweet ah yes so maybe you have a ha it'd be difficult to do it as ground rather than grass but I'm thinking, like mm. sugar cane. Okay, yeah. But I, yeah, sugar I think it style leans, leans more towards grass than it does.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Is there like a is there like a sweet rock that I, that sounds really weird?
0: Could just have no, a sugar Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite literally, just have a sugar Pokemon. That it's yeah. You ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where Homer has a load of sugar and it kind of melts outside? And it, like, merges into the ground. You could have something like that. So, I, you know what? Actually, a variant form of, oh, we've already had one, of muck. Like, muck is, like, more composed of sugar, but it can't quite create its form, and therefore it's, like, leaking into the ground. Mm. So that's how you maybe get away with doing that one. But again, we've already had a, a, a variant form of muck. Um, Swirlix, make... Swirlix, and Slurpuff. Swirlix there is like go. the yes. cotton
1: candy Pokemon. That's as close yep. to sugary as you're gonna get. Okay, yeah,
0: that could work. So you can and have again,
1: one of those that is again like fall into the ground because Swirlix like floats
0: around, doesn't it? Does doesn't it? Oh, we got he got too heavy, too much sugar, and that's what brought it down to ground. Yeah, it's too dense. And... Yes. Okay. There we go. There we go. That works, and it allows us to. You know, n- no one likes Swirlix. I've never heard anyone say Swirlix no. is their favorite Pokemon. So let's let's give this is what I love about you know the later Pokemon games is it it they take older Pokemon that don't get the love that maybe the creators wanted them to get, and it's you know let's give a, a you know a new lease of life to these Pokemon. So yeah, there you go. We can we can use that Pokemon. Um, I love the idea as
1: well. That again, on that same note of like yep. fairy Pokemon not always being cutesy because it's hit the ground, it's it's overweighted, and y- it goes pure
0: gremlin mode. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's just angry at the world, because of what's, what it's done to it. I love that. Um, any other typings you want to address before we move on? I, like, looking at this, I get why they haven't done some of these, because normal ice, normal rock, normal steel, all quad weak to fighting. I completely understand why maybe they don't want to touch that, but like, I remember a couple of years ago looking at the unused typing chart, and there was quite a lot, and now we are down to nine unused typings. They're going to get done at some point. Um, but yeah, I, I, think I, I think... Normal bug
1: uh, and normal steel are probably the hardest ones for me to think of.
0: Yeah. Because no, you're be right, fair,
1: normalize, you can just get something like bear tick. Normal rock, I now that you've said... Rockroff, I really think Rockroff should have been normal rock.
0: Been normal. Yeah, yeah, agreed. A normal um, bug is complex.
1: What makes it a normal bug a rather normal than bug. just yeah, a bug? It, it,
0: just a bug, yeah, exactly. This is where I'm struggling with normal normal, A bug. normal
1: steel what? It's a dude with a sword? <laughs> it's just a regular dude, but he has a
0: sword. <laughs> I think... It's Stranger, like normal steel I think what you, what you could do is you potentially again do a regional form of it's some kind of animal, but maybe it has steel claws or steel plating, maybe in fact, it could be a legendary actually the legendaries of the next generation are just normal types, but they have some variants of army, mm. so actually would have been a good form for Sword and Shield, actually you've got The swords, you've got the shield, you've got the army, and it was normal, and then you equip the item, it's normal steel.
1: Yeah, rather than fairy and fighting, you have normal.
0: Yeah, because then Zacian's fairy typing beats out or at least makes it stronger against Zamazenta because of the fighting typing. The fighting type is strong against the normal typing. And then uh, it doesn't it's not a pure triangle, but it's it. No 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 but you're removing
1: the fairy and fighting, that's what I'm saying. Oh yes. Because at the moment okay. they're fairy steel and fighting steel, whereas you're just saying yeah. no, they're both normal steel. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
2: could
0: work. Yeah. I'm trying tr- me Galarian for Meowth kind of feels like that should have been normal steel. Yes,
1: yes but you're then, right. That should have been then,
0: Yeah, that feels like a close one. As close as you're gonna get berserker though berserker i do feel like suits it's pri- it's pure, steel, it's pure typing. steel yeah so maybe it's one of those pokemon that loses a typing um you know you know what you could have done two you could have had q Q-Fan, Qfant as well that doesn't feel yeah. like it should be pure steel Copperage feels like it should be but q doesn't so maybe that's how you do that um yeah um oh no we have a normal bug, bug. Steel, haven't we? yeah <laughs> i have no normal idea bug. how you
2: do normal I, bug I, I, normal bug
0: the only way I could think of and this is getting into like actual dark territory of it's like the bugger almost like maggots overtaking something so yeah exactly you just have a shiver like this is the yeah. only way I can think about it and Appling is something close to that but that's more grass and that could have been grass and bug I guess but yeah I think you'd have to have it'd have to be yeah, bugs or some kind of maggots taking over. Yeah, you take the, the Parasect line of it. Yes, yes.
1: Which is, So you can have, you, you you do it as like a jewel Pokemon, so you know those wasps that lay their eggs in other animals and things like that.
0: Which is, uh, yeah, it's, it's horrible. Gross. Yeah, it's horrendous. Yep. But yep.
1: yeah, you can have a Pokemon that if you have it in this party with this bug-type Pokemon, it becomes normal bug, because the larvae have infested oh, its brain.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's something like Dundozo and Tasagiri's um, ability. If you send in these two Pokemon, and it's called like, maybe the ability is like consumption or something like that, and it latches onto the other Pokemon. Which is horrible to think about, but that—that that is, I think, that's the, that's the way that we do that make a normal book type. Right, let's move on to the last question of this episode that comes courtesy of Thrive. Um, Can you make a future games list of prediction? For example, 2024, Johto 2025, Gen 10. The next uh, future, how, how far in the future are we going here? Well, I think we both agree
1: that 30th year, 30th anniversary is Gen 10, right? Yeah, so 30th
0: year is um... Um, where are we 24 20 27 it's is 27 isn't it because we got the yes, last game because we
1: got four years from scarlet and violet so
0: yeah it's 27 okay so that's that uh, we, we're we are no 26 that, they... that came out in 2022 what came out in 2022 scarlet, scarlet violet. and violet
1: november 22 yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Game freak, where's my new Pokemon game? Okay, so right, so. Th-
1: three years. So this year, next year, in 2026, we're saying Gen 10.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, God, gotta be. So what? So what comes out between now and then? So Gen. Okay, I, I still maintain. Okay, let. Should we base this on? They do a game a year, or at least something every year. Yes. So if, if I, I think they 10, do a game a year. Yeah. So let's say Gen Ten is twenty twenty six. So Gen Gen Ten DLC is twenty twenty seven. Has has to be like that's what they've been doing is they take a year off and they introduce the DLC. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's let's. So I think, a... I, th- I think I think if
1: I'm going to do it, I'm going to say th- this year we get the. Yeah, I- I'm actually going to. Oh, I don't know. If we'll... do-, do you want to? F- do you want to put money on this? On warfare or...
0: Don't hold on. Don't go. Do you no, want to no, put no, money no. on this? The, yeah, our predictions. Whatever predictions we make, we make now. We okay. have to stick to. Oh, are we doing opposite? Are you doing a prediction? I'm doing a prediction. I don't though. care. You, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Right,
1: okay. <laughs> but if either of us are right, uh, there's got to be a forfeit for the other one.
0: Okay, okay, right. We can What's decide it later. For- okay, okay, right. Okay, we can decide that later. I'm fine with that. Okay. okay. So I think
1: this year, 2024, God, that's the year now. Mm-hmm. 2024, we're going to see a black and white three. Okay in 2025 okay. we're going to see a Legends joto
2: 2025 legends joto With 2026
1: <laughs> being
0: gen 10 okay 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 what were you in now're we are in 2024 okay yep. uh okay are we going to okay so so far we've got 2024 2025 26 27 shall we do up to 2030 or not? I don't know what you do past Gen 10. Okay. Because that feels like it could be a big shake-up. Yeah. Okay, right. I... <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I've I've got to do something slightly different. So, I, I think we are completely agreed on 2026 is Gen 10, mm-hmm. and... Oh, you know what? Just because I'm the kind of person that likes to go slightly differently when a bet. Even though I, I know in my heart of hearts, Gen 10 ties in with the 30th year anniversary. I actually am going to change my answer, okay? Just, just for the bet. I don't think this will happen, but... 2025 is Generation 10. And then, the DLC ties in with the 30th year anniversary of, and they've already kind of experimented this with Scarlet and Violet Of celebrate 30 years of Pokemon in Generation 10 by visiting areas from the past nine generations of Pokemon games. That's how they, that's how they market this of, oh, that's oh, good. No, you you <laughs> thought the you thought Gen Ten was the big 30 year celebration. No, Gen Ten was just Gen Ten, as we always do. The celebration is revisiting areas from past Pokemon games, like Kitakami, and it's just little sealed off areas, and that's where you go to. Did so you I'm gonna steal make- my idea from a previous <laughs> question and throw it back at me? <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle. Okay, so I, therefore, need to come up with something for 2024 and something for 2027. Because if we're doing four years each... Yeah. Okay, so I... Okay, right, let me just put on my my thinking hat here. I think... They're gonna, so they're gonna announce something this year for next November, and that is going to. It's not going to be a Let's Go. I think Let's Go is 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 run its course. I think Let's Go was a passion project for some of the staff and a entryway into the Switch era. I Don't think we're gonna Let's Go. So The question becomes: What are we getting in twenty twenty four? Are we getting another Legends game? And we're only talking about Game Freak here. We're not talking about. Well, or at least Game Freak slash Pokemon Company. So Pokemon Snap, if that Pokemon Snap comes out, it's fine. We're just talking about the big games, not the spin-offs. Mainline releases. Mainline releases. There we go. And Legends is a a mainline release. So I think we are going to get Legends Johto as well, but I actually think we're going to get that this year. Uh, This year. I think we're getting that. Okay? I might be shooting myself in the foot. And because because of the lukewarm reception of the remakes, g- they are going to do a black and white remake, but they're going to push that to 2027, so it gives people a chance to kind of forget about Generation 4. So, yeah, so let me just write this down before I forget. So, just to, just to clarify all this for the bet, that we don't know what the forfeit is. You're so, going to tell us the forfeit. You're
1: going to come up with a bunch oh, of ideas for next week so we we, we can decide what the forfeit's going to be.
0: I love that. I love that a lot. So, Connor has gone with 2024, we're getting Black and White 3. 2025, we're getting Legends Jota. 2026, we're getting Generation 10. And 2027, we're getting Generation 10 DLC. I have gone with 2024, we're getting Legends Jota. 2025, we're getting Generation 10. 2026, we're getting the DLC for Generation 10. In 2027, we're getting the black and white remake. This, I'd be happy with either of those to be quiet. I've, like, I have taught myself around now with generate. doesn't matter if Generation 10 is great or not, or it hits the 30 year anniversary because the DLC can do the legwork. That was a really like, cool
1: idea, not one I saw you pulling out.
0: I, but you're I, right, right. that stuff. feels more like a
1: celebration. <laughs>
0: Yes, of let's, let's go back. Oh, you're going back to k- this area of Kalos? Oh, well, you can Mega Revolve in this area. You're going back to this part of Galar? I oh, can Dynamax in this part of Galar. You're going back to some of you know, the Alolan Islands? Oh, talk to this person, they'll give you a Z Crystal for your starter Pokemon. Like, that's such like- a
1: cool way to bring all the legendaries back as well. It's like, no, 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 just go find the legendaries in their original spot, yeah, where they belong.
0: That- that works as well. It really does work as well, actually, because, like, oh, you want it? Okay, so here's the DLC. DLC. Oh, you're going back to Johto. Well, you're going to Ecratic City, and we know there's some weird stuff going on in Ecritic City because Ho-Ho's there, the Legendary Dogs, the Kimono Girls. Like, you actually... You could, theoretically, if, if you're doing a little bit of DLC in one city in Johto, Ecritic City has such rich history and lore... Mm. If they played that right, you wouldn't actually want to explore the other areas because it's like, no, this this has got all This is these- where it's happening. Yeah, this is where it's at. This is where I want to be. Um, yeah, okay, right. So let us know in the comment section down below what you think the for- forfeit should be to the person who is wrong or is the most wrong. So if I get three out of the... Three of the four right and you get two of the four right... I've technically won right but likewise if you get one right and i get zero right you've won oh is that how we're playing it all right should we whoever gets the most not because chances are game freak will do something game Freak something does. crazy yeah and neither of us will be right so i feel like there needs to be who has the most right and the forfeit should be if we're if we draw we both have to do the forfeit agreed okay fantastic i'll have to pin this in the comments down below. So people know. <laughs> we'll come um, back to it in four years. <laughs> four years time. <laughs> uh, if you've got a or question or if you want to, you know, let us know your forfeits, what you think will happen between, you know, between 2024 and 2027. Uh, you can do so by leaving a comments on our podcast on YouTube, by emailing goldenrodpod at, at gmail.com, by leaving it on our discord channel, or by using the hashtag goldenrodpod on Twitter. I think that nicely wraps up a, a much longer episode than I thought. Connor, have you got anything else you want to add before we, you know, we shoot off? No, I just look forward to another year of doing this with you, mate. Fantastic. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's It's been a blast and I love it. We're at 80 episodes. This is episode 80. So we need to start thinking about what we do for episode 100 because you have to do something for episode 100. I don't know what, but you have to do something. Um,. Ooh. Well, we <laughs> so, might have. Um,
1: I f- oh, that's what twenty weeks away.
0: Twenty weeks, so uh, about five months ish. So that yeah, lands it, in that, May. There'll, there'll
1: probably be a dead spot within what's going on in the Pokemon world.
0: <laughs> probably, probably, we'll have to have a think about what we can do for. You know what? I might just have a look at what other podcasts do and see if we can nick some ideas What's the What's the generic thing people do for a hundred? Yeah. Um, uh, you know what we could do? Something silly again. Like I've spoken with Connor many times about this. I listen to um, the Weekly Planet podcast, and every now and again, they do an episode where it's people comment about. Okay, you know, um, I'm trying to think of two random characters. Popeye and Cinderella appear at <laughs> they fight the end of and they fight. We could do something similar, but not with Pokemon, but characters from the anime. Of Lance appears at one end. Um, Astra P is at the other end. They both have their strongest they, team. Well, I wasn't even going to Oh, teams, they just said brawl just out. Just <laughs> a brawl. Like Brock appears at one end, and um, who, who's someone else that's similar to Brock? Um, Bruno appears at the other end. Oh, they Bruno see one ruins another. Brock. Br- Bruno ruins most characters. I feel like he is yeah. so so built that's maybe something we could do um, anyway um, as always before you we go we'd really appreciate if you could leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice give us some of those five star reviews please if you're watching on YouTube then please leave a like as it really helps out our podcast Connie where can we find you? You can find me on my YouTube channel at Captain Fidget or on Twitter at Cap Fidget I'm Ben you can find me as Professor Hoenn Gaming on YouTube and Professor Hoenn on Twitter we'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon Podcast Hunt. See ya!